Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, all you sluts and hoes and dames and darlings? This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, hey, ho, ho. This patriarchy's got to go. Uh, <laughs> school is back in session, everyone. I got cock-blocked the other day uh, because she had to, you know, debrief uh, the first day of school with her kids. So I'm not happy about it. But as we do enter a new semester, I do get to start working with a new intern, and I am excited about that. However, however, in the in the search for my intern this fall, I received what must be the world's horniest cover letter ever written. And I just, I had to share it with y'all. I mean, I have put it up on social media, so some of y'all might have seen this, like on my Twitters, on, on the Man Whore Podcast Facebook fan page. But this is just, Wow. Uh, anywhere where there's identifying information, I'm going to put in some flim flam. Okay. Uh, cause obviously anonymity and stuff. Hello, Billy. My name is flim flam and I am a sophomore at Shamoa university in stupa tupa. I fortuitously found your internship job listing after Googling intern asked if I could fuck her. So trust me when I say that I truly believe this was a match made in heaven. You fascinate me and your podcast's mission deeply resonates with my own philosophy. You want to rip away the mystical veil over sex, hookups, and relationships. You want to use comedy and your own life experiences to connect to a wider audience. You want to harness this wave of popularity about sex positivity in the mainstream. I am enthusiastic about your podcast's missions because they align to the ambitions I crave as both a slut and a young professional. This internship is a rare behind-the-scenes opportunity to receive your mentorship about my own greatest interest melange, podcasting, and sex education work. I'm confident that my personal drive and professional work ethic will help you secure and execute your fall strategy. Growing up in a traditional Mamunanese family, I understand firsthand the importance of sex education. I love sex, and I am very comfortable with the contents of your podcast. Ever since I accidentally orgasmed at age seven in the family van, I've had plenty of experiences on the interwebs and in random hot tubs to know that working on your podcast would be a perfect fit. You can trust that I am ready to discuss any kinks, any plans, and any brainstorming to aid in the execution of your podcast tasks. For example, I am currently lying down on my bed writing this cover letter because my back, butt, pussy, and thighs are utterly demolished from getting fucked seven times last night. Yes, seven times to completion. Just like in this cover letter, you can guarantee that no topic would be off-limits with me. I am open-minded, focused on accomplishing our objectives, and unafraid to tell you to lay off the donut holes if needed. 
Look, she's not fat shaming me out of nowhere in the job listing. I say that you need to let me know if I'm gaining weight because I can't tell. She is properly responding to the ad listing, I just wanted to say. Okay, um, at Shimura University, my favorite course so far was actually all about sex, taught by this one professor, Professor Matoma Newman. Both of my personal essays for her class received the grades of A. You will see from my resume that my strengths... Is, you know, she really missed an opportunity to play with the scarlet letter A, but it's okay. You will see from my resume that my strengths are public speaking, writing, and organization. Additionally, as the creative director for Shimon University's only uh, editorial magazine, I am well-versed in aesthetics and branding. Currently, I am interning in uh, until August for the local city government. My damn, which, you know, what a transition from local city government interning to Horde Boy podcast interning. My daily work here includes very similar production, research, and administrative tasks as those for which you are seeking an intern. Politics is a dirty business, after all, and I would expect no less from the Manor podcast. As your intern, I will make also make myself completely available to you by phone, FaceTime, or email throughout the week. I would love to continue this conversation and answer any questions you might have so that we can work together in full confidence. Thank you for your consideration. <laughs> Anyone else uh, ever get hard reading a cover letter? That's uncomfortable, uh, but yet so well written. You know, you can't be mad about it because it's like she took the time to sit there and write this thing apparently while her pussy was sore. So, you know, th- this this go-around of looking for an intern was certainly more entertaining than it usually is. But I do have an intern. Uh, I, I finally met up uh, with uh, someone who did uh, get the internship, and uh, she seems great. So I'm excited for that. Uh, but I'm also excited to give you some of these. You know what time it is. Let's do them. Get them hot. Get them dates. Show dates. Yes. Los Angeles. Next week, September 3rd, I'm going to be at Dime Bar, uh, just south of Hollywood, 8 p.m. Ithaca, New York, September 27th. I'm going to be at Circus Culture. Romulus, New York, September 28th. I'm at Button Winery. Uh, Both of those upstate gigs are part of the Finger Lakes Comedy Festival for more information and tickets. And Mishawaka, Indiana. It's my most consistent gig. For some reason, once a year, I go to some weird bar show out in who knows where, Indiana. Mishawaka, Indiana, October 15th. I'm at Smokestack Brewhouse. I'll be featuring out there. So come on out to those. Also, also, New York City folks, people in the New York metropolitan area, that extends up to Connecticut. Connecticut, you should listen up to. Uh, September 21st and 22nd, I will be at the Brooklyn Sex Expo. I'm going to have a booth all to my lonesome. Come on over, take a selfie, say hello, buy some merch. I'm going to be raffling off a free Motor Bunny. Oh, yeah. If you don't know what the Motor Bunny is, go to MotorBunny.com. Take a look. I'll, I'll say this. It is a pricey yet powerful sex toy. And the Broken Sex Expo is free to attend. So come to this free event. Submit to this free raffle to win a free stupidly expensive sex toy. For more information, uh, I think you're supposed to like reserve a free ticket. Go to uh, sexexpo.com. All right.
And before we get to uh, my guest this week, Hannah Boone, it's time for the fan whore appreciation moment. Okay. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where I like to give a shout out to some of the members of my fan whore community on Patreon. Patreon is uh, is a membership platform where you can gain access to sex-positive discussion groups, over 100 bonus episodes, and oh so much more. So right now I want to give a shout out to Margie H., a self-described slothicorn. Ooh, slothicorn. Part unicorn, part sloth. So much fun and so chill and relaxed. I love it. Thank you for your support. What's up, Liz? Hey, man, Horcon next year. Maybe podcast a palooza. I don't know. It's been fun getting to know you uh, in, in the champagne room. And I want to give another shout out to Alex. Alex Blue, 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 making me blue. You were a short term pledge. But hey, quickies, quickies can be fun, too. I'd rather you pledge and delete than not pledge at all. So thank you for uh, your limited time only support. And you too can become a member for as little as $2 a month. Yeah, that's all it takes to join us in our secret Facebook group, The Champagne Room. You can become a member today at patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. Hannah Boone, everybody. Uh, She's so funny. I've known her uh, quite a few years here in the New York City stand-up scene. Let's go talk to Hannah Boone. The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by and deeply appreciates the support of HotMovies.com. Oh, HotMovies.com is a pay-per-minute porn site that gives you an ethical and affordable way to hashtag pay for your porn. And I know that the concept of paying for porn makes some people nervous, makes some people scoff. Dare I say, it makes some people guffaw. But you should do it, even just a little bit. They've got hundreds of thousands of videos from all of your favorite porn stars, all your favorite porn studios. They got they got fetishes on here I didn't even know existed. And you can test it out for free. That's okay. I understand. You're still you're like, what? Pay for porn? It's once you try it, you're gonna like it. You can get a 40-minute free trial when you go to hotmovies.com and use promo code manhor. Yes, they're gonna ask for a credit card, but This is what I love about the site. There's no hidden fees or secret subscriptions. I know a lot of you out there, some of you have tried paying for porn. You get like a free trial. It goes past the three days. You forget to to cancel it. Three months later, you're like, why am I missing, you know, $300 from my bank account? It's because all these free trials you signed up for had secret subscriptions attached to it. No, Hot Movies never charges you unless you ask them to charge you. I trust this site. And trust is a big deal uh, in the internet age that we're living in. So head on over now to hotmovies.com. Use promo code MANHOR for 20 extra minutes on top of any package you sign up for, including a 40-minute free trial. Head on over there and, and, and check out My Intense Orgasm, Temptation at Home 3, or Lesbian Psychodramas 33. I guess lesbians have a lot of psychodramas, not just drama, but psychodrama, and so many that there's dozens of them. Oh boy, hotmovies.com, promo code manhor, and now Hannah Boone. Same spiel as last time, hopefully less of the Holy Ghost around. Yeah, or like around just like a little more subtle. I'm just not sure if like that just means that the Lord's voice is actually uh, overpowering. 
Like, yeah, yeah, that was just the Lord. It wasn't like a cross wire or anything. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's just like God. That. Well, so the first time that happened, so so hi everybody. I'm I'm here with Hannah Boone, fellow comedian again. I don't feel like doing a grandiose intro because yeah. this is number two. Uh, <laughs> so Hannah and I recorded like a few days ago, and then I just went. Uh, it's Tuesday night. I was about to edit this, slap it up onto the iTunes, and then go on like a fun little date thing uh, with some chick from Instagram. But then I hit play. And I just hear, God is Lord. <laughs> Which I didn't say. I'm just like, oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> apparently some sort of radio frequency thing happened. It's happened a few times. Um, and But usually it's it's a lot fainter. Usually it's like occasionally and in the background. But this one, like it was overwhelming our, our voices. It's ends the whole recording. The last I remember this happened with like um, a bonus episode I did with a dominatrix. And at one point they were we could hear in the headphones like. And the blood of sinners rained down. Well, it's ironic that the dominatrix voice was overpowered. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we heard them talking about sinners and blood falling, and we were just like, are they talking about us? Yeah. I think <laughs> I think they're talking about us, the whores. <laughs> but awesome. uh, I'm glad you were available so last minute. So thanks for coming back. Oh, yeah. Free as a bird. I don't do anything. So <laughs> I'm around. <laughs> well, uh, we may or may not repeat a couple things. Oh, totally. Let's uh, repeat it all. Repeat it all. Let's, let's see if we can just memorize all the bits yeah. verbatim. <laughs> yeah, no. This is better. I think we're both in a better place than we were that day. We were both a little frazzled. I was so frazzled. I'm really actually happy that that episode got ruined. I was like, I did a bad job. So. Can, can I be real with you? Yeah. I'm glad it got ruined. Oh, I'm so glad it got You guys, yeah. whoever's listening, it was really, that you're you're lucky. It, Look, it was well, bad. <laughs> well, as a whole, it was bad. But like I went, I had us go over because I was like, I know I can edit it down to get it tight and yeah. fine. Yeah. But I was like. I was like, this is this is rough now, but it was like I can tighten this up and it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also I some because like I can leave a recording and if I feel bad, I know it was like my fault. Like mm-hmm. I know it was like there's something there, like I wasn't on. Mm-hmm. Um because I have left I've had look, I've had difficult guests and I've left being like, that wasn't great, and it was them. But I I left the place being like, oh man, I didn't do my job as a host. Something I missed something. That's I'm a glad relief. to think you also thought it was your <laughs> Oh fault. yeah, no, that's a relief. I thought it was all my fault. So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you also felt bad. <laughs> I totally, love when yeah. people feel bad. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, hi listeners. I was prepared to put something out that like maybe we both weren't <laughs> proud about. <laughs> we were just hoping you guys would love it for no reason. <laughs> and not necessarily all about topic matter. It was more just like I feel like we both felt like we could have uh, I had literally just woken up from a nap and it was dog sitting and tried to walk the dog and like I we, I was like but I'm not home like it was like I was just frantic and like I just hadn't prayed to my god that day and yeah. a, you know <laughs> showed up to tell me about it <laughs> well no. he prayed to you <laughs> oh yeah but I'm glad you come back um so well as you were saying before like you love talking about mental health on podcast. I love talking about mental health. Well, it loves me. I don't know if I love it. <laughs> it finds me. Well, you are, uh, you said, a bipolar and borderline or just borderline? Yes. Or? Yeah, I'm both. Both. Your boyfriend both. must be so thrilled. Oh, he loves it. It was so funny. I actually just went on medication and we've been together five months mm. and I was like, okay, I'm finally on medication. And he was like, what? And I was like, what? And he was like, you haven't been on medication the whole time we've been together. And I was like, no. And then he seemed so genuinely relieved. Like he was like, wow, and like he seemed excited. Like good, yeah. Thank like it, it gets he easier felt about you getting on medication the way we did about the episode. Yeah. Oh, up. thank God. Oh, cool. We could try this again. It gets <sighs> easier. Well, I had been freak. It had just had a manic episode and broke up with him and was like, oh my god, and like, oh my god, and I had like a. 
I had a drug relapse too, and it was like really insane. And then I think like I came back and was like, I don't want to break up with you. And he's like, what's happening? And I'm like, I'm mentally ill <laughs> and I'm fixing it. And yeah. he was like, oh, good. <laughs> no, but did he know now? But you knew the which one's the more recent diagnosis? The Or, the bi- or is it just the just the medication was the only thing? Medication was the thing. I got diagnosed with bipolar over and over in my life. Like, and then for the a borderline was the one a year and a half ago. Yeah, borderline was more recent. But so, but so he knew you were mentally ill, but he just didn't know you were medicated. You weren't medicated. He didn't know I wasn't medicated. Uh, yeah, so I think he's excited. <laughs> As <laughs> to am meet I. The new you. Yeah, to me, like the it, it like that's it's always scary to like I was scared to go on medication because I'm like, what if it's like makes me a different person or whatever but it doesn't it's just me and i don't feel so bad all the time yeah it's like me without feeling horrible oh <laughs> so it's like that's fine. nice and i do believe this country's over medicated and big pharma and all that yeah but i do know from personal experience this one medication makes me feel better so why not when you so how does and i'm assuming you've broken up erratically like in an episode with people before oh yeah even if you didn't necessarily mean it so like how do you know in your head when like, how do you know when to go back and be like, I am sorry, I was having a thing versus like, oh, no, I actually wanted to break up. It's just violenter than I thought. Um, I've broken up and legit been like, that was a great idea because I feel happy and relieved. Um, uh, I also have broken up and gone back when I shouldn't have gone back mm. many times. This one, I mean, I'm in love with him and I've, this is the first person I've been in love with and he... Um, treats me beautifully and just like the things I was breaking up with him for were very normal relationship like annoyances they weren't like a reason to dump somebody right and I mean and also the pain I felt wasn't just normal breakup pain it was like this isn't right like I just I was like Something's wrong. and I was making a billion bad decisions, and my friends were like no (laughs) what are what, what kind of what are we talking about when we say bad decisions I mean, I barely even understand. It was such a blur. But I mean, and it wasn't a decision, but I mean, I hadn't slept in four, I think I went four days, no sleep, which is like, you're insane. You're like clinically insane at that Mm. point. I've had like psychotic breaks from not sleeping because these manic episodes are so strong. And I was like thinking about, um, I was like, I need to stop comedy. And then I was like, I need to quit my job. And then I was like, I need to, and it was like, stop, stop it. (laughs) And I was like showing up to work on four days of no sleep. And luckily my boss is a sweet understanding angel and like just told me to go to bed. But I got there and I was like, what work do I need to do? And apparently I was just out of my mind. And she was like, stop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and he's hyped that you're back on the medication. Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> Has he already noticed the difference? Um, I know it's only been like a week and a half. We've but. been, yeah, but this medication I'm on is supposed to release immediately. Mm. Um, they always put me on like the emergency. <laughs> They're like, right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we've been getting along better. I've noticed the difference. Like, I don't get so angry. Like, when he does certain things, I can, I have the ability to stop and think and be like, you know, where is he coming from? Why did that upset me? Because he does things that aren't even bad, and I, like, get upset. We talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but, like, when he doesn't want to have sex, I used to just be like, why? And now I still don't love it, but I'm like, you're allowed. (laughs) Like, it's fine. I guess you have agency. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I guess I won't commit a crime. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I won't commit a crime is a great way to think about it. Yeah. I mean, I told you this uh, before. It's like, I've been legit yelled at for not fucking not for not doing anything for like eating the eating all the pussy and then not wanting to 
put my dick there that particular night. And I've had like, a few women that like raise their voice at me. Yeah, we need to like sue Judd Apatow. That's what I was saying. Is that all those like men movies where they're like men constantly want sex no matter what and stand up you see it a lot in stand up i think that's just society i think that's just always been the idea is that men always want that's why like y'all were currency for a while yeah sure because that's how much we allegedly wanted to fuck all the time but like i've never met a man who wants to fuck as much as like so many men claim to want to fuck. like i remember when i was like in my early 20s late teens like i would just go up to dudes and be like do you want to fuck me and like mean it but they would get scared. And where I were you? Where did you go to school? And why did we never? Why did we never cross paths? That sounds awesome. I mean, I wasn't like hitchhiking across the country on a fuck tour, but like I was. <laughs> Hi, can I fuck you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't, like working. Have but... you seen those videos where they'll do like the kiss experiment, or, or they've had things where they'll have like a hot woman go up to guys on the street and be like, "Hey, um, I think you're really cute, and like I have a room at that. Would do you want to like have sex?" Yeah, and the, and all almost every guy was almost every guy who said yes. Really? Whereas when they had a really hot guy go on and ask women the same thing, and uh, you know, not as successful. We'll say. Well, right, sure. I mean, murder's always in our mind too. Yeah. but um, but, <laughs> but like, yeah, like I would do. And but actually, I'll, I'll tell you this way: if a woman comes up to me on the street uh-huh. and just says like, "Hey, want to have sex?" Like, I have a hotel room right there. I'm not not thinking about murder, right? Yeah, because I'm yeah. like, oh, something's up. Well, yeah, it's weird, and there's not, and there's a good chance she's acting with other people. Yeah, so it's like I'm, I'm concerned, right? But like, I'm not concerned one on one. I'm concerned <laughs> about like a three on one. Uh, oh, I'm concerned what they did back in the day. You know what they did like in the eight, like 19th century? Prostitutes would have um, one of the low, like the regular thing way to steal from people was you get a prostitute to get a John in. She'd be fucking um, and then like her partner or someone would like be hiding in a closet or something, quietly grab the pants or whatever and the wallet and sneak oh, out. That's and smart. they would steal them that way. That's really smart. That way. I should do that. Or sometimes they would drug the guy that they lured in for prostitution. Easy. Drug him, steal, drug. leave. Yeah. Yeah, drugs always. We've been drugging po- for a called long time. Cardi B. Yeah. Today. Oh my god, that is so funny. Yeah. Um, do uh, do do you find the medication affecting your libido at all? No, mood stabilizers tend not to. I have been on antidepressants that do that, and I mm. was like, absolutely not. Like I was like, I will not. That's why I had so much trouble with medication. The side effects. I was like, no. Now what's now? I've I've and I, I shared this with you before. Most of what we say is going to call back to stuff that no one's ever going to hear because yeah. the Lord deemed it not worthy. Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, we didn't hear it. Move on. Yeah. And we're like, okay. <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> we, we struggled so hard through that hour. Yeah, we did. We were like, we're just both like recently high. We're like, ah. but it is like so. I I've gone through my waves of low libido and like right now, mm, really battling whether which way I'm going to go for the next month. Yeah, but um. The the dissonance between like my body's not horny. I want to be horny. Yeah. Like I wanted to be horny, and I knew I wasn't. Yeah. What was it like for you when you were on anti? I've never been on um, SSRIs or anything. So yeah. what's it like knowing that you're not a horny, recognizing it? Like what's that reaction? Well, what sucks about SSRIs, you get horny, or I got horny, could not come. So you uh. get so, and men can't either. So it's like. You can last forever and never, you can't come. Even like by myself, I couldn't come. Okay. And it's funny, I told it one time I was on SSRI and, I, and that had happened to me before for real. And I just started an SSRI and I like couldn't come. And I went to my doctor and I was like, I, I, this isn't big. He's like a young man. And I'm like, yeah. I can't come. And he was like, well, 
maybe is it your partner? And I was like, no, I can't come like by myself. And he was like, well, to be honest with you, the SSRI, there's no way it's taken effect yet. So that's a separate issue. And I was like, well, and have a good day. <laughs> I was like, goodbye. <laughs> it was like very embarrassing. I just like didn't do a good job or something. <laughs> but I still stopped taking it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not even risking it. Do they advise like anything about your dating life when they like prescribe you Medicaid or, or even when they diagnose you with... with- these types of disorders um no but there's information out there my boyfriend when we started dating uh started reading a book on dating someone with borderline okay um god knows if he's actually reading it and he got it and like you know probably read five pages but like maybe he read it i don't know but he did get it he did buy a book on it so there's like literature out there as far as we go we like talk in therapy about it but they don't like like, I think, in my opinion, a good therapist doesn't really give a lot of advice. Like, okay. my therapist does not give me any advice. He listens, and that's it. All right. Yeah. But then mixing that with, like, sobriety stuff, like they say, like, in the first 12 months, like, you're supposed to not be oh, having yeah. relationships. I mean, and that's just because you're so up and down and rocky and left and right. And the emotions that come with relationships, I mean, you you could go out so easily. Like, you could relapse so easily. I know when I'm in a relationship, it becomes like a lot more tempting to use and drink for sure. Even really? if I'm happy. Yeah. Even so if like, I'm happy. Have you, what, when, how long ago was the relapse? Um, a couple weeks ago that I haven't had alcohol in a couple years, but it, I mean, I relapsed on pills, which is like same, same. Is that, same. does that, that have anything to do with why you went on medication or totally unrelated? That had to do with that. Cause I was you, in such a bad manic episode uh-huh. and I, all I wanted was to sleep. And I got to such a point of insanity that I took some downers. Cause I was like, I need to fuck it. And they didn't work. I was mm-hmm. up all night sick because I took too many, not on purpose, but um but it was really dangerous and like but i was just so like i have to fucking sleep and i like didn't and i was like breaking up with my boyfriend for no reason so i was like sad so it was like that combo wasn't great well so why do you why do you want to when you're in a relationship like why is it that you want to use the feelings are so intense Mm -hmm. you know like being that intimate with someone and like sharing all those feel like the the good times I want to like celebrate by drinking and the bad times I want to numb myself with drinking. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm just an alcoholic who wants to drink all the time and I'm scared of feelings. And my boyfriend drinks. So that's like a little bit. Hard. I mean, he's great. I asked him not to drink around me right now and he's not. Does he has he ever like been like, oh, come on, have a beer? Oh, God, no, I'm no, dumping immediately if someone did that to me. Oh, my God. Uh, I got someone who, like, when I'm on a, uh, who I was on a, a diet and she loves food, uh-huh. loves food. And sure. then I'd be like, I, you can't, if I tell you I'm not eating carbs six days a week, like, if we go out, you can't be like, oh, come on, have a French fry. You can't do that because, like, then I will. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's already hard enough not to. Yeah. Same when done keto, like, it's fucking my, it, it, it's bonkers. It, bonkers. And, and then, like, if you're going to offer it to me, like, hot chick offers me French fry, like, I'm going to want to eat it. So just don't do that. And I've, like, caught on it actually, like, multiple times. So she does that. She, she did when I was doing that diet or when I was trying to start a diet a couple times. That's shitty. Someone um, should lift you up, not fucking. Well, she wants to lift me up in that, like, I, th- she's like, her she comes from the place of i think you're sexy i love your body yeah. i don't think you need to diet sure. and i would like you to have these french fries with me yeah because i also because like i know billy that you want these so just have them and be happy and yeah. she doesn't recognize i was like it will make me unhappy tomorrow to have that now and it's already really hard to like not do it well and the different the only difference is like i would be annoyed if my boyfriend did something like that you know like but i would get it but i'd be annoyed too but the difference is alcohol will kill me mm. so if he's encouraging me to have something that's going to like ruin my life and then kill me yeah. 
that's not that's ignorance and that's like not having a consideration for like my well-being. I mean, he even one night I asked him not to drink in front of me and he did bring a beer over and I was like, hey, hey. And I think it kind of slipped his mind, and he uh, and he was like, oh. "What do you mean he brought a singular beer over, like in a back pocket?" He brought like a tall boy over to my place. Okay. And then he was like, "Yeah, kind of." And then <laughs> he was like, "I was like, I didn't want you to drink." And even then, he was kind of like, "I've really been wanting to drink lately," and I'm like, "You can't argue this. You can't. You can't. I I can't. have it before you come here." Yeah, I was just like, "You can't." Or like, even before you come, it's like there's something about like if I can't have it. Normally, I'm cool around people drinking. I don't give a shit. Mm. But recently, with my recent relapse, sure. I was like, I no can't touchy. be around it. How how was dating for you as a sober person before you met this guy? It's good. You know what? Like, I like it because I can tell immediately if I like someone or not. I don't mm. have to like wade through drunkenness to figure it out. I and like I think it's so important to feel jitters and nerves when you start dating. Are we not recording? No, no, you're good. I'm I was like, oh, at. God, this I'm one's good. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I was like, no. I'm okay. Um, no, no, I was just like checking, making sure the things, uh, you know, with uh, uh, making sure the lights are on. All it, right. If, if stuff dies, it doesn't make noises. Like oh, if the card fills up or the battery death. does. There's actually, Mark Marin had an episode with John Turturro that apparently something happened that has happened to me on multiple occasions that made me feel better. He's like, the card filled up, but it doesn't make a noise. It fills up. You just keep thinking you're talking. No. Now I have a mega big card, so I'm not worried about, but he nice. lost like a big, like he probably talked to John Turturro for like half hour, 40 minutes, and then found out like lost it at some point, had a breakdown in front of John Turturro just broke down That's freak great. out like oh That's dude great. sorry I gotta reset I've never done this cause like he's like oh, I, f- I look like an amateur in front of John Turturro um, <laughs> as someone who's had breakdowns in front of all the wrong people <laughs> I appreciate it <laughs> but but so what, are, what like when whenever I match with someone or go out with someone who like is not drinking or doesn't do drugs I mean drugs parts whatever but they're not drinking I feel like I got to come up with different date ideas. You do. And here's what I find out with not drinking. Early date ideas. Because I like coming up with date ideas when I'm dating but someone. But early ones. Early yeah. ones, I try to like keep it simple. I mean, this boyfriend, we went to bars. Like, I think he was very much, he'd been, I, like, the, he was my first Bumble date. But he'd been dating. So he wasn't like in the mood to get creative. I think he was like, well, we were going to get coffee. Mm. And I actually ghost. I like ditched. And then it was like 10 p.m. when we did meet up. So I was like, okay, let's just go to a bar. And whatever. And I just had seltzer and honestly, it was fine. Um, but then I like, that's the thing is people who drink are so boring. Like not to like, not everyone, but like they're just every guy is like, let's go to a bar. And I'm like, dude, I mean, I'm talking about fucking like, like, like stupid shit, but like mini golf, bowling, go-karting, rock climbing, fucking like paddle boats, like daytime dates. Like we can go, you know what I mean? Like there's so much shit to do and you could drink while you do it, like whatever. But it, I will say it's watch it though. If you're with someone who doesn't drink, cause it's very unattractive to see someone get drunk. Yeah, there's no also no reason to get drunk with right. someone who's not getting drunk. Right, that's one a red on flag. One. Like, there's just no need to. Yeah, and if there is a need to, you know, you might have a little bit of a dependency. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, and I think people don't want to feel jitters and like nerves. Yeah. Which I think is okay to be nervous and awkward. It's yeah. dating. It's weird. Like, be nervous. Sit in those nerves. Yeah, they Sit help you. Sit in the you. discomfort. Yeah, they help you see if you match with this person. Because if you match with this person, the nerves will die down. But if they don't die down, fourth date, 
I mean, I don't know why you'd last. Oh, that I would long. never make it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say if the nerves don't die down, it might be a sign of that you're into it because you're nervous. Oh, if, sure. If like you're not into sure. it, you'll stop being nervous because be like this person's lame. Dating's confusing. And you start roasting them in your head. Yeah. Across the table. Yeah, if you're like bored, that's true. That's true. But I mean, either way, like the nerves are important. They tell you what they're supposed to yeah. tell you. You know, like you get rid of your instincts. I feel like when you drink with someone, even if you want to do like if even if it's nighttime stuff, like try a park. Like go to a park or go get like a milkshake at like yeah. go find like the cool milkshake spot. Be like best milkshakes in New York City. Yeah. Really, all you gotta do is do best non-alcoholic whatever in city that you're in, and you have a date. You have a date. My favorite date is walking around. Mm-hmm. I love long walks. Mm-hmm. Like not to sound like an idiot, but I do. <laughs> Why would you make you an idiot? <laughs> like long walks on the beach, but they're make, great. Makes long you walks sound on in the shape. beach. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. really in shape. Everyone should know I'm very in shape. Um, <laughs> but no, long walks are like awesome, and especially through New York City where we are. Like that. I mean, you run into stuff to do. I love. I. I mean, I'm a New York history buff, so like that's. Oh, cool. I'm, all about that i'll pick a an air give me a neighborhood i've listened to enough podcasts about Mm -hmm. so i can just wax intellectual like hey check out how impressed how much (laughs) impressive useless knowledge i have on this thing i love when men explain things to me (laughs) i I love explaining things it's like that's that's what i look for in a woman is like someone who will will quietly let me explain even though she totally knows everything i'm saying (laughs) that's my type someone already knows it but will let me feel important sometimes (laughs) Sometimes is the keyword. Yeah, just sometimes. Every yeah. now and then. And then you can make me feel silly afterwards, but you will sit and listen to me wax on about, you know, Henry Hudson and the Lanapi Indians and Wall Street being an actual wall when in the back of her head she's like, I know it was a fucking wall. It's called Wall Street. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I, I like coming up with cute data ideas, but I like coming up, the, I like coming up, I, the more, I, I always find it interesting that people want to do these big extravagant first dates because like, yeah. it's not sustainable. Yeah, exactly. I want to ramp up. Right. You want to get better and better. Yeah. Like I pitch drinks, something basic like let's have a drink or like let's go get – let me take you my favorite pizza spot. Right. But I want to keep it simple and cheap uh, because I'm poor. Uh, And you also don't know you're going to like the person. So you're going to get exhausted. Yeah. What do you want to go like take take people out to nice steak dinners every week? That's – that's nuts. You know what's a thing I heard? My roommate, my old roommate, who actually is kind of a dick, but whatever. Okay. My old roommate met a girl who her dates were errands she had to do. <laughs> so if it was a bad date, she at least got her grocery shopping done. They met up to do laundry a couple times. I thought that was kind of cute. Well, doing laundry, I see as potentially cute. But if someone's like, oh, can, want, let's go grocery shopping, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, really? I, I'd I feel like, like I would intrigued. never. I would never get an idea, I feel like, of if she's into me. Because I would really? feel like, oh, you know what? She just is getting her grocery well, done. Well, ideally. Laundry is like, that's like a, that takes a bit of time. You're in a stationary spot. Yeah. You're just with each other. You're not distracted because it's a mindless activity. Yeah. Grocery shopping, you got a list, you got things, you're comparing prices. Laundry, it's like, yeah, we're just going to fold some panties. But you'd for a know half she hour. was, if that's a good idea. But you would know she was into you if you went on a second date and it wasn't grocery shopping. Right. But I'd rather know by the end of first, I'd rather yeah. have a good idea. I like knowing kind of where I stand at the end of a first date, at least a sure, little bit. Sure, There's someone like I've gone some dates with where like, um, and she might be listening like, hey, you know who you are. Like <laughs> there there were, the first couple of dates is like, I was very nervous. And at the end of each day, even though we kissed, I was like, I didn't know if she was actually into me. 
Yeah, well, you doubt it, you know? And some people kiss and they're not into the person. Yeah. You don't, I mean, my boyfriend actually got so nervous at the end of our second date, I didn't think I was going to see him again. Uh-huh. I wanted to, but I didn't think he was going to yeah. see me. Yeah. What are some, uh, like, cute date ideas you like to do? That I like to do? Well, definitely, like, walking around right. and, like, like... Uh, one date I had one night, actually we saw stand up, which was a bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. Are you on the show? No. I don't like going. Oh okay, one, no, that's I, weird. Look, one, even without a date, I, and I know like we're supposed to do it, but I don't like going to shows that I'm not on because it feels weird, especially if I don't know people there. I'm bad at yeah. socializing. Yeah. Now let's bring a date to see other people do the thing I claim to be mediocre at that's true i didn't take him to a shitty show i mean it was like rory scoville headlining at gramercy like it okay. was fun oh oh yeah no a theater different as soon as, yeah. as soon as like we're dealing with like a theater yeah but it's a bad different. idea for me because listen because rory scoville fucking killed and what's really hot when a guy kills who do i want to fuck rory scoville you so now my date doesn't date? look hot yes <laughs> I never thought about it from that perspective. I was like, my date, what's my date? This guy's hot as fuck up there. <laughs> like, I was like, this is a bad idea. Like, the way I am, like, how much I love my current boyfriend, I could watch any guy on stage and, like, maybe I'd want to fuck him, but I still want to fuck my boyfriend. But, like, when it's a first date, I'm like, I don't know you. That's good. <laughs> you know? See, I don't like going to a performance, a movie, also a you meal. Don't talk. Yeah. Well, and meals are too intense. You're sitting there across from each other, and if you don't have shit to say, you're stuck in a meal. I mean, I always have the shit to say, but the meals are rough because I are terrible first dates because no matter how much you're into each other, you have someone who, due to the definition of their job, has to interrupt you constantly. Yeah. Like, unless you're going to go do a couple hours before dinner, do not do dinner on a first date. No, absolutely. And we, well, this one was great. This one we did, we did the stand up, which is like, eh. but then okay. we walked all around the city and we ran into this like Indian bakery I love. And he got to try like a dessert there that's my favorite. And it was like, cla- we walked through a park. Like it was like a great, just like walking yeah. through the city. I love the corny shit. Like I love like rock climbing gyms and I like, uh, mini golf and I love paddle boating in the lake during the summer like I love all that shit I love it I love an active date an active date is great too because if I have a pro- I get socially awkward so like I like to have a thing we're doing we can talk about I like to have mm-hmm. a game or a competition an automatic topic of conversation if you have nothing else absolutely yeah. and we can get through it yeah absolutely yeah. and you yeah ever do those drawing classes uh, no, I, I mean I I take drawing classes myself. They like well like they'll do you know drink and draws or like oh, the yeah. artsy dates where like you go group on then you can go like do an artsy date. I never thought of it as a make date. some like pottery together. Oh, that's fun! Like in fun, ghost. But what if like you have to both have a really good sense of humor because like if one of you is really shitty at the art. You got to make fun fun. of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makes it fun. That'd be so... If I went on a date with someone who took it seriously and couldn't joke, I would be like, well, this is done. Like, (laughs) what's happening? Yeah. No, my... I'm... Uh, my boyfriend's not a comedian. Okay. And, uh, I'm sorry. No, thank God. I mean, I needed a break from us. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but he's very funny and, like, appreciates good humor and it's, like, such a great... It's so great. And he, like... He likes and he appreciates that I'm funny. He doesn't compete with me about it. You know, it's great. Okay, okay. It's great. I've definitely dated some competitive, like I've dated some comics and it's like, stop trying to like outdo, can we hang out? (laughs) You know what I mean? No, I don't. Comic, I don't know why. Comic, for as much as dating and sex stuff that I do, it's like, I feel maybe that's the sign that I don't hang enough is that I haven't 
hooked up with a bunch of comics. Oh, good. Um, don't. I don't know. I feel like I, I like funny women. Yeah. But like I mean, not funny yeah. women like to laugh at me. I mean, like I wanted someone who's making me laugh. Right, right. So totally. comics are ideal for me. Well, but that's true. I, I don't hang enough. And you know what? Some comics I fucked are fine and I'm still friends with them mm-hmm. and it's like not a big deal. Some comics were just a nightmare. Most, most. <laughs> so, so yeah, do do share the plight of dating the male comedian. Oh. <laughs> there, that was God. it. Right there. That's just that the guttural n- noise. Narcissism mixed with bad sex. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're bad at everything sexual, and you think you're, like, the best person to ever live. And I don't... Right. Not that that should be your only value, but it's weird how bad you are at sex and how much you think you're the best now what is bad at sex do tell uh not even considering the fact that i'm able to come oh yeah not even considering the fact that i'm able to come like just Uh. not not all of the comics i've banged some have been okay like two have been okay but like the rest it's just like do they have credits no no (laughs) i just want to see if there's a correlation between being on you know cbs and and not one of them has credits and one of them has quit so one of them quit comedy. Yeah, after oh, we broke up. Okay. Yeah, I was so ex- happy. <laughs> first name start. name start with B. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know so many quit, and I've also banged so many, so it's hard to know. Um, I I like had to take them. I was like B B. Um. But so you're saying like the so so what is it like when you're like on the dates like with comics? Is it con? I mean, I feel like. You imagine it's going to be constant riffing and tags and bits and sometimes, sometimes it's really great. Like there is one guy who I'm friends with now. We never dated. Actually, we were sleeping together, and I called him and was like, "I like you. Can I want to be your girlfriend?" And he was like, "Oh no!" And I was like, "Oh, for sure." <laughs> but now we're that was a long time ago. Now we're was friends. that the breakup or <laughs> I mean, or did you agree to just keep banging? Uh, no, I was like, then I have to have stop having sex with you. I'm getting attached. Uh-huh. Like you're smart and you're funny. Well, my recipe he was like he he goes this is very adult of you and i was he was like that's great this very adult of you and i felt like condescending and i was like yeah i'm an adult (laughs) so is he older than you no he's younger than me (laughs) (laughs) what but he's great he's great okay i think he was just in a weird situation that most people are not used to most people aren't used to getting a phone call that's very honest with feelings i think um i think I don't know if it's the honest with feelings that was the adult part. The adult, the adult part is you recognizing that this is you have a thing you want out of that. He's saying I can't give that to you, and then you did the part that a lot of people don't do, which they say like, okay, well then I cannot continue, but also like you're great and we should stay friends. Yeah, and we are. But a lot of people great. will like, not, you know, they can either get really angry or they'll typically just say like, okay, like that was me, like when I want yeah. something more. Um, the it was always the women told me they wanted to keep it casual, mm-hmm. and so instead of advocating for myself, like no, I would like this is what I would like this relationship to be, or I'm out. They would be like, I would just be like, okay, I guess I'll keep fucking you. You well, know, it's that like that was a function of therapy and age too. Because mm-hmm. if I was like 19, I would just fuck people and hope that they would fall in love with me yeah. because I fucked them. You yeah. know, so so uh. The- I've read, I don't know, there's been an article about women in comedy and no that apparently way. it's difficult <laughs> or something. And so, you know, like do you would would that ever come into play, like that power dynamic or Yes. Um only I mean, 
partially in my head, right? Competing like if I, for similar things. Right, yes. And I'm a highly competitive. I'm so competitive, I was competing with my current boyfriend just for success, period. And he is in journalism. Like, it's crazy. Okay. Like, it makes no sense. I yeah. was, like, comparing us, and there's, like, nothing to compare. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, they would get certain things. Like, right after I broke that happened with that guy, he got something really big. And I was like, ah, fuck. But... Now it's fine. But yeah, I mean, only like the real shitheads would make me feel bad. Mm. But like if you're with someone who's like kind and good intention, like it's easy to like stay afloat and feel good. It's, it, like some people can like empower you, you know, like some people can make you feel like you can do more. Mm-hmm. And why did you decide you need to take a break from comics? Oh, uh, uh, well, at or- this point, it's it's becoming a career. Mm. Like it used to be summer camp. It was open mics. Mm. Now it's, I want it to be my career. So now it's more like sleeping with coworkers than it used to be. Interesting. And I just, and, and it's already hard enough to do comedy. I don't want to walk into a room where I've had sex with four people that are in there and do comedy in front of them. Like, it's like enough. Mm-hmm. Like, it's already hard enough, you know? Although that is good practice, like to perform under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I tried. Doing a live podcast with three of them on stage with you. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, what you do is outrageous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, So what's what's one of the sweeter things this guy has done for you? Are you all right? You're nervous. Oh, the caffeine. Oh, the caffeine. Okay, just check. (laughs) Um, my current boyfriend. Yeah. Oh my god. He was like so romantic when we started dating. Now he's like fine, but um, you know. So wait, so he did he ramp down with the the over acts or ramp up? No, he ramped down, but he surprises me sometimes. Okay. He made me a playlist very recently. It was very sweet. Um, but like he, um, and he'll like sometimes he like he wrote me an email the other night that was just like I love you, and it was a surprise because I found it in my email, you know, like little things. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he was like showing me journal entries he wrote about me that were beautiful like he would write things to me that were just like he wrote like thank you for letting me feel this way about you we would stay up till seven in the morning talking like well i mean he stayed up till seven in the morning you weren't gonna go to sleep anyway yeah i know right i'm just manic and like throwing paint at the wall is he nervous about the the bipolar and the borderline that's like a does really he good does question. he share any of that with you um i haven't asked him he's been so he's just keeps being like He's a little repressed, I think, but he has just been like, you're a human. Every part of you is beautiful. I love you. So whatever you come with, I'm ready for. He said, I'm ready to receive that. That's what he said. Ready to receive that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so he's like, he just like, yeah, he has written me things. He, bu- My favorite animal is a sloth. He bought me a framed picture of a sloth I keep by my bed. Like shit like that, you know. Yeah. He's very sweet. He's very, he holds my hand, cuddles me, rubs my head at night when I can't sleep. Aw, yeah, that's very cute. Sweet. That's very cute. Sweet. Yeah, he's wonderful. What What do you ideally want, like in in relationships? Like, do you want? Are you the the marriage type or the kids type? No or? kids. Oh my no god. Kids. Ooh, like scares me. No. Don't pass on these genes. Oh god, no. I mean, I'm gorgeous, but that's it. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, no kids. God. Um, and uh, marriage, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm so confused about monogamy that it's mm-hmm. like I'm nowhere near in a place to have any goals at all. Sure. Um, but like I'm like it's just so I'm like, is that even smart at this point? Like I don't know. Hmm. What what is what is the whole thing about monogamy with you? 
I don't. Because I have some books that you might be able to walk over that <gasps> oh might be God. helpful for you I right in want, here. I might want to read that. I mean, <laughs> I've got I'm... two copies of The Ethical Slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to read that. I um, I mean, I'm perfectly happy with my boyfriend right now. But mm. like, I'm just talking about seeing monogamous relationships. It's like that. I don't know. How often is that? I feel like humans are meant to. Every human's different. I don't know. I feel like I'm meant to like maybe have be monogamous for a while. And then we just seem to switch partners. I, how often do you see two people stay together forever? Or like nah. forever doesn't exist. I mean, you know? that's what Dan Savage says is like every relationship ends. Like either you break up or someone dies. Right. Like the only time you truly get to last forever together is if you both die simultaneously. Yeah. Murder suicides, plane crash. It's just everything's temporary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want, I even hate saying that because I'm in the place where I love my boyfriend where I'm like forever. But, like, it's, like, you can't count on it. But then you also can't have that type of even existential thought with the partner for fear that they might misinterpret it as... You wanting to leave. Right. So you can't even bring that up. Like, I I brought up the concept of Mm non-monogamy in a cab with my first girlfriend freshman Mm -hmm. year of college. Mm -hmm. I was up at uh, visiting her at Tufts. We went to go see this movie, Definitely Maybe. Uh Uh-huh. Remember that one with Ryan Reynolds and Derek Luke? Oh, my God. Ryan Reynolds. He had a moment. A moment? Wait, he's still going. Is he? Oh, do you love him? I'm sorry. He's Deadpool. He's He's my one. Okay, he's you love my him. Guy. Okay. He's the guy that so you're like, monogamous with he's, Ryan Reynolds. He's the fandom. guy that like, yeah, I will totally do the things with him. Sure, I would too. Or, oh yeah. my god, um, he's Deadpool too. Okay, anyway, okay. He, <laughs> look, look, everyone has a Green Lantern in their career, and uh, it doesn't mean they're tainted. No, but he had this movie in like 2007 or eight, definitely maybe, and in it he he's not dating. He's telling the story of how he met Abigail Breslin's mother. We don't know which one of them is the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's telling these stories. It's basically three women who come in and out of his life a few times. Mm-hmm. But they tend to, two or three of them tend to overlap. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, I was like, wow, well, you know, like you can be in love with more than. So I basically, after the movie, we're in the cab back to her dorm. And I told her, I was like, yeah, it was really making me think about like relationships and love. And, you know, because obviously, like, you can be in love with more than one person over the course of your life. Yeah. But then, like, why wouldn't those times be able to overlap? Mm-hmm. Um, and she freaked out. Yeah. I was not proposing yeah. non-monogamy to her. I was not trying to like open a relationship. Yeah, but I was simply like, oh, this is making me think about how relationships work. And it was a threatening concept to even introduce. Yeah. So similarly, like if you if you introduce the idea that like relationships don't last forever to the person you're in the relationship with, I feel like that can be like, whoa. It's scary territory. People don't want to think about and yeah, I mean you I wanna think about the end. I mean, yeah, like I've wondered that how couples even br- propose an open relationship. Like, I always wonder, because, like, I, I think they're fun. I mean, whatever, do your thing. But, like, I can't imagine saying that to someone and having them not interpret it as, who do you want to sleep with? Are you leaving me? Like, what? And the person might just be like, no, I just kind of, I think it'd be fun if we, I don't know. I think that could be fun. Like, yeah, if my Sleeping boyfriend. with other people? Yeah, like, if my boyfriend was, I mean, I you're don't know. Totally, you're totally not monogamous. I'm not. Well, you if my def- boyfriend mm. was fucking other people and, like, what if he, like, went on a date and he came and was like, oh, my God, this date was so weird. Like, that'd be, like, fun. A cut queen. <laughs> Is that what that is? We would call you uh, if you want to like hear about him fucking someone else. Kinda. That so cuck holding. Yeah. Like you know sure. when you get so cu- for when it's the chick wants the, the oh, cuck queen. Interesting. I've got a, a Canadian listener who's like a huge cuck queen. She loves to like hear a partner. Like, does she watch? She likes to watch. She likes yeah. to hear about things. I think it's fun. Like, and I, 
like I we've talked about a threesome, so we'll probably have one at some point. Mm-hmm. But like, it, yeah, that's like part of it. It's not just like me like wanting to go fuck other people. I barely do. Like, not really. Mm. I mean, I would if it was open, probably just to because I could. Well, your sex drive, I would imagine you would. Yeah, that's true. Let's I like to have sex here. all the time. Um, I, I'm just get lazy. I'm like, ugh, I have to like meet a person and do a thing. I don't know if I have time. You don't have to do a thing. Say, come over. Yeah. And if you're not good at this, I will kick you out. Yeah, that's true. If you're very straightforward. Be like, you have you have twelve. The first twelve minutes you have to impress me, and if oh, you don't, I will probably ask you to leave my place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to do it. Yeah, I have to be on the right app or whatever. That's what it is. Uh, may I recommend Field? I mean, well, actually. Oh, my God. My boyfriend was on Field. Well, not for nothing. All the apps are the right app if you just want to propose. Come over. They're not, though. That's what I was trying to say is men get scared. Yeah, but those aren't the guys you wanted to fuck. So you're still on the right app. Those just mm-hmm. happen to have been mm-hmm. the wrong dudes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Field is also just more straightforward sexual. My boyfriend was on Field before he met me. Yeah. Oh, then he's totally open to non-monogamy. I think he's open to There's on- not a chance he's on Field and not at least open to that concept. Yeah, that's, that's like true. most of what that app is. No, it's true. He was fucking couples. Yeah. He was fucking couples? All yeah, right. he's is pretty he, cool. Is he bi? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. I asked, wait. You don't. You've been dating him five no, months. No, you don't no, know no, how no, he identifies. No, because I've asked him, and I, I think no. Like he said no, but like I don't know. I think he's on the spectrum a little. He's had like threesomes with two guys, like him and a guy and a girl. Like sure. Well, I, I was curious, like if he's. Pl- I didn't know if he's like pl- when you say he's fucking the couples, like if he's like playing with both parties or not. Because I've, I've fucked. Other, I've had threesomes with other men before, but like we just tend to, we just don't do stuff. He said they didn't do stuff. But I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know. You can <laughs> you always know? you can fantasize, you can dream. Yeah, I can dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, like eventually it could be a thing we talk about. I like again, it's not even like me wanting to fuck other people. There's just something about the freedom in it that makes me feel like it would strengthen our relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's counterintuitive. But yeah, that's but the I relationship's feel. so short. Like, does it even need to be strengthened? No, it doesn't need strengthening. <laughs> yeah, like it's... I'm, t- I'm thinking future. Sure. You brought up marriage, and this is what I think of. <laughs> <laughs> marriage, threesomes. Yeah. I'm you, like, horny, marriage, horny bitch. <laughs> like, it's like at the time he'd want to propose, like I would I would marry him, but I'd also be like, let's fucking get crazy. Let's do it. <laughs> Not to call it crazy, but, you know, let's like... You know, try something. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about there in the our failed recording the word crazy, and yeah, I was like, he's got to avoid that one when he's dealing with that a, word. I hope a, I can say a, a slightly crazy, <laughs> a little crazy. Uh, a Usama little calls me cute crazy, and cute I crazy. think that's definitely. a fun way to put it. You're definitely cute crazy. Cute crazy. But yeah, no. I here's what it is. This is why I brought up the open thing is because marriage is. I'm so skeptical of marriage, but I would love to marry this man. Mm-hmm. So like. That's why it's like, well, if we were to get married, maybe we'd want to do like add something to our relationship. Or you'd want to know that the cap- the capability might be there one day. Because I just don't believe yeah. in monogamy for 30 years. I don't believe in it. And it doesn't mean I would fall in love with anyone else necessarily. And maybe, but I, I, it would just be like a fun, like, I don't know. It would just sure. add something that made it more like livable. Sure. Yeah. When, when you, Started dating him. How long in till you disclose? I mean, I don't want to say disclose, like, but like, how long till you told him, like, hey, I'm bipolar. I'm, you know, I'm borderline. Oh, that's a good question. You thought I was gonna go the other one. Don't worry, I'll throw that in later. (laughs) 
Your clothes with herpes. Your clothes strong. <laughs> clothes with, uh, I used to close with herpes in my set. I, um, I know. I've been, <laughs> I've been watching your set for years. Oh, man. Yeah, no. You've, then that's, you've been seeing old shit. Mm. I've gotten worse. Uh, oh, no, oh, I'm just great. kidding. <laughs> I've um, gotten much worse at comedy. Um, I've gone non-existent. People will think I quit. Uh, <laughs> that's where you want to be. Oh, that's... Oh, God. It's um, the worst. No, it's not good. <laughs> I'll be like, it's not that people don't think I'm funny. They're like, oh, I, does he still do it? I thought he just has sex <laughs> I online. I know you still do it. I don't know. I, I get self-conscious that people think like because I'm all not think the that. things all the time. I always think I think if I don't do it for three days, I've disappeared. And it's like, <laughs> no, you're fine. But yeah. So wait, when did you tell him like about that? Oh, you know what? I do distinctly remember. We were having a bit of. What was it? Something I was having some real borderline symptoms because I had just mm. gotten back into it. And I because I'd been fine. Which are? Oh, extreme fear of abandonment, you know, no trust. Um, uh, there's nine signs. Uh, it's severe mood swings, uncontrollable anger. It's basically like a like a asshole. <laughs> okay. Um, and I I basically and people the big one too is like people appear either all evil or all wonderful. Okay. So I suddenly was hating him. And uh, I was noticing that. And so then I was like, you know what? Instead of acting out and like being a, like horrible to him. Yeah. Being horrible to him. I will instead like, like address the issue that I'm having. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like when, when you first like told him, like what was that experience like? It was frustrating at first because he's so sweet. He just kept kind of being like, he was like, you know what? Like that's when he's like, every part of you is beautiful and you're just a human being and humans feel these things. And I was like, yes, humans feel these things. But this is a little invalidating because I'm telling you I'm diagnosed with it, uh, something <laughs> that is very real. Yeah. So it, it, t- it took a while to get him to like accept that I have something that like not every, every – although every human has a fear of abandonment, has all these things, it's different in borderline. Was was it – is it that he doesn't really in general acknowledge mental illness as serious as it is? Or is it that he thought like you might – because look, we we all – I think we uh, – a lot of people like to exaggerate things. So did he think maybe saying like, oh, I'm just like a little bit manic in that cute way where it's like not the diagnose, but you just self-describe yourself as manic? I think he has a problem accepting diagnosable mental illness a little bit from like, I think like he has some bad anxiety issues. I've mentioned going to a psychiatrist. But he he wouldn't be like, no, I'm just sometimes I get like this. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, he won't do it. It's not a chronic thing. He, I told him today that he has anxiety and maybe wants to go to a psychiatrist and he played me a punk song about how... America is over-medicated. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but like, you could talk to someone is all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, it, it was just him trying to be sweet. It was him trying to be like, he. I think he thought I was like being down on myself and right. being like, I'm the worst. And he was trying to make me feel better. And that, and it was like, I'm no, I'm not saying I'm the worst. I just need you to know I have this thing. Yeah. And it's important to know if we're going to date. Right. That's all. And like, I'm going to try to be the best version of myself I can be. But if I suddenly go into hiding or I get really – if I sometimes ask you, are you leaving me, try not to – try to be patient because it's, I genuinely will believe that from time to time. Right. And what what would it feel like for you to do that – I mean, I guess you had to do it multiple times, it sounds like. A little bit. Um, It felt – Good. It felt because normally I when I didn't know what was wrong, this is the only time I've been in a relationship when I've been diagnosed. So in the past, it was constant breaking up. It was constant like, fuck you, you're leaving me and I know it. And Mm -hmm. like them being like, what are you talking about? And me, you know, it was like so this felt more like organized. How big, like how large would these like episodes get with these other dudes? 
Oh my God. Well, I would drive people off a cliff. Like I would drive people insane. I would drive guys. It was so, there was another comic who would like witnessed me in my other relationships and he was like, he, Hannah drives men insane. They go crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I would just piss them off. Like, or would you drive people to improv? Like, what, yeah. what, what, what you, <laughs> oh God, I met some of them in do? improv. No. Um, Ugh, um, I just would get like angry and they wouldn't know why. And I, because I would make up situations in my head and then be convinced they were real. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like, you know, you're cheating. And they'd be like, what? And, and then I would just, if you accuse someone loudly and angrily enough that they're fucked up and doing something to you and they haven't done that thing, mm-hmm. they'll get, it'll get upset. Well, how do you differentiate eventually the difference? Like when when do you like after the fact when you've when you're out of an episode go yeah. back and realize because like so you recently called someone out on like yes the Facebooks yes uh, another comic yes and after the fact how do you differentiate between no that was real but I was having an episode and I was just having an episode actually I was not having an episode with him he really is awful and actually I wasn't able to differentiate. I doubted myself a lot, as most women do after bad relationships. I don't know if men do, probably. Um, but he, uh, it was that I, I want to say eight other women have now come to talk about yeah. him with me. And so I was like, enough's enough. Like another woman called me just to talk to me and told me what he put her through. And after I was like, you made that post? Um, bef- right before. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, lo- I was like, D- and I don't have enough clout to get him in real trouble. But like I, but it did enough people message me and like aren't going to book him anymore and and like some festivals and stuff. So that's good. What was so? What was what were the behaviors like? What was the situation? He would ins- first. He would insult my body and, all the time. Uh, when, just some some context. So like someone you were dating, someone just fucking. Like when was this around? It was weird. It was like we were just fucking okay. a few years ago. Okay. And then it became more emotional. Like, he kept becoming more emotionally involved, but we never called each other boyfriend-girlfriend. So I was fucking other people. I don't know if you knew that, but it was to the point where I was fucking other people, but I didn't necessarily want him to know that. Okay. So it was like a weird in-between place. Okay. Um, But he, yeah, he had a girlfriend, it turns out, I didn't know about. Okay. And she was someone that I respect very much. She's a comic, and that sucked. And um, he... um, like a monogamous girlfriend. Um, and he like would insult my body. He would insult my weight. He would tell me I'm not funny if I did well on a show. Like one time I did well on a show and he was like, well, yeah, you went third. Of course you did well, which that logic is bizarre. Yeah. Um, bizarre, but also like why? Why? Why, why take that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was like super shit. And the last girl he dated, I mean, God, like her brother had committed suicide. And he, so he kept saying he was going to commit suicide all the time if she didn't like come over or like – and he would oh, oh my god it was he would invite me and other girls he was like cheating with to the same event and watch us like interact it was weird that that's was some weird. that's some psycho shit he was so and it's hard because I'm so removed from it at this point that yeah. I don't give a shit about him so it's hard for me to even, well, but, what made what 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 made you want to go and like publicly go within our community go hey this is a guy that like okay he hasn't. I, if I remember correctly, like, look, this guy hasn't assaulted anyone, but he's a shitty dude, yeah. in my opinion. And there's yeah. a bunch of other women who have told me the same things. And I want y'all. Like, what makes you want to make that type of post? Because I'll, I'll tell you this. Yeah. I've had those types of posts made about me. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. 
um i come at it from a, you know but I, I i do look at both sides of those of course. types of things well, yeah of course yeah. well he it's what he does to us mentally it's first of all he's gaining more and more power okay. in the industry which is like scary and second of is all is he Kinda. This, I mean, how, not, this is how out of the loop I am. No, I'm not like, quickly, not well, but like a, a little bit. One of those Comedy bit. Central shorts thing. No, okay. he does not. On sh- he's not on shit, really. But I don't want to be getting. But it's like what he did to us mentally. Like you can tell in the female comic community, we can tell when someone's dating. Can I say his name? I don't care. When someone's dating Kyle Ayers, we can tell because they're on stage, shaky, nervous, bombing. Like good comics. Wait, when they're. Dating him and he's there? No, even if he's not there, he gets into your head. Like he would tell me I'm not funny so much that I started bombing all the time. And I'm not questioning you at all. I'm just curious. Like what in what fucking context do you be like, by the way, you know you're not funny, right? Um, he would, I mean, he would straight up be like, oh, I, I mean, I'm so far from like it. Andrew used to do that to me when we date, but like in a, like, j- like in a roasty manner. In a roasty, no, but I know the difference. Yeah. Like I'm a comedian. I know right. the difference. So like, why, where, why is it like, where does this come out of? Like, I'd be like, like, it would just be like, I'm, I mean, I'm years out of it, sure. but I would be like, you know, oh, I did well on this sh- or I have this show tonight. And he was like, you're booked on a show. He's like, that's going to suck. Or shit like that, you know? But, like, not like we've been roasted. Like, and then there was... And to the comments about my body, like, he gets into your head and, like, fucks with it to the point where you, like... Oh, and he uses, like, he'll be like, I'm mentally ill and I need help. And then he would, like, if I was out being social, is the Uh. only time, if I was out being social, he would call me or text me and be like, I'm confused. I don't know where I am. I'm hearing voices. But he's fucking with the wrong girl because my parents met in a mental hospital. And I'm like, get your ass to a hospital. I'm not Mm. coming over. I don't. Or I don't call your girlfriend. Yeah. 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 That I don't know about yet. But yes. (laughs) But yes. Like, that's the thing is like. Yeah, it's so, it was very manipulative. It was like weird shady shit like that. And he just, it was woman after woman. And like, it's like, stop. You know what I mean? I don't know. The last woman he saw, she's like going to like a, uh, like survivors of dating a narcissist group or something. Like she's in like therapy from dating. Because she dated him for a long time. I got out after like seven months I dumped him. What snapped you out of that? And was it during an episode or not? I couldn't tell not you. Not that I would no. about it. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm trying to paint a visual. No, it wasn't. I was very clear headed. He okay. was at JFL. And I talked to a friend of Did mine. Did he get JFL? Oh, he goes there with uh, one of with his, his shows. With his funnier sh- friends? Is that- yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's so funny. He's so good. Um, no, he goes there with like some show. I don't know. Whatever. He was at JFL just loitering maybe. <laughs> 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 just standing there. Everyone, I'm just going up to JFL. Oh, we got one of the showcases. I... You, I'm going to be at JFL. I'll be selling snacks. I will be physically (laughs) around (laughs) the vicinity of shows. I should have done that this year. Um, (laughs) Um, But so, yeah. So I just, I messaged him on fucking Facebook. I was like, I'm done. You make me feel bad about myself. And I fucking danced around my kitchen like I was newly in love. Like I was so happy. I felt like a weight lifted. I never missed him. I maybe once or twice, but, and like, it was all, it was just such a bad Ugh. Was there some kind of event or thing that you saw or thought about that like snapped you were like, I deserve better? Yeah, I don't. Like, I was just talking to my friend. My friend was like, he treats you like shit. A few of my friends were like, he treats you like absolute garbage. And the fact that you're walking around thinking 
you're not funny and you're fat and you're worthless. Like he's saying that shit to you. And I was like, yeah, he is. And like something, and he had been gone for like a week. Oh yeah, and he would leave town and then post pictures of girls on his Instagram and like be very vague about Mm. it. And like just shit like that to fuck with everybody that he was fucking and whatever. And how'd you find out about like the other chicks he was cheating with? My friend, one of the chicks he was cheating with went up to my friend and said, oh yeah, I just got dumped by Kyle Ayers. And my friend texted me and she was like, how long you been seeing Kyle? And then we just did the math and I was like, oh my God, there's like a gang of us. Right. Which is so weird because he's so gross. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> uh, I mean, people say that about me too. They're like, how wise? <laughs> He's getting su- what? <laughs> no, you're not gross like Kyle. <laughs> like I, like I don't. And he's like rude, and it's like I don't. And and like he has such great. But what friends. are those conversations like between y'all? Like that's that's very interesting to me. Is like you both, you all, like some of y'all realize you had the, a similar experience mm-hmm. with the same dude who was cheating on his girlfriend with all of y'all. Yeah. So like. I can't imagine it's a competitive thing. I gotta imagine there's more of a camaraderie. We band together, sure. And I can't reveal too much, but sure, like, no, no, no. You yeah, don't have to yeah, say people's but, names or anything. Um, but like, what's the? I'm just curious, like the feelings you feel talking to one of these other chicks. Oh, so good, validated. Expo- yeah. Oh, so val because you do question. I think when you're treated badly, you do sit back and you go, "Is it just me? I don't know." And like women, like especially if you're with anyone who tends to make you feel crazy. Or, like, especially abusers, like, will make it feel like it's your fault or you're being dumb, like, and, or, you know, like, you're, there's something wrong with you. Like, it's so validating to hear women be like, he did the same thing to me. He did the same. Yeah, I was bombing out. I felt like shit about myself. All he did was comment on this, about this scar I have on my arm and how ugly it was that my boobs were uneven. Like, I just... Like, I'm possibly autistic, and I know not to, like, say... <laughs> I know the only thing to say about, like, the chick's body is uh, how that it's great. Uh, right. It's like, it's not... Oh, my God, no. It was... Con- I was like, fat. This what? last girl's boobs were uneven. The girl before her, she had scars, and they were ugly, and it's it was just... It's like, stop. It's But, I mean, he does it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's such a... He's such a sick person. Yeah, so don't date Kyle Ayers if you know him. Go ahead and spit in his face. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say go spit in his face only because, uh, you Legal know, reasons? I don't know. I, I feel like maybe, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an expert. I'll let you say it and I'll just say I just, dis- I, I have. Billy's just here. My words are not Billy's words. Yeah, I'm just here. Uh, <laughs> I'm existing. Yeah. But it sounds, it sounds, I, I'm glad that you were able to snap out of that and not have to get dumped by that yeah and I, it's usually nice. like well like, like I, I i really smiled when you said like you danced around your kitchen because that sounds like uh like felt so good sounds freeing oh it was wonderful yeah. what a delight i would dump him a million times over what a high <laughs> <laughs> felt really good fantastic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well um hannah thanks for chan thanks for coming over so last minute again oh my god of um course. do you have a little extra time maybe do a little bit bonus episode sure, sure. um i was thinking maybe you can give my listeners some tips on um, tips for dating someone who's borderline and bipolar. Oh, sure. Um, I think we we touched on it a little bit in the other recording, and I, I think those are very useful things. It's something I definitely uh, get emails about from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone who's dated people with mental illness myself, I could use a good refresher because apparently <laughs> I wasn't too good at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, what you said last time, I was like, no, Billy. 
Oh God, what do you do? Do you remember what I said? You said something about like. I just want to know if you remember. Yes. Okay, so in the bonus episode for all my five dollar and up fanors, you can hear (laughs) what terrible thing I said (laughs) uh, on tomorrow's bonus episode. Uh, You can go to Patreon.com/slash/ManHorrorPodcast to get access to that uh, and over a hundred others. But for now, Hannah, where can people go find you? Instagram and Twitter is at Boone Comedy, B-O-O-N-E. And then my website is BooneComedy.com for bookings and uh, writing and all that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I can't wait to <laughs> learn what it is I said that was so not good. <laughs> but uh, for now, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Did you enjoy that one? I hope you did. Check out Hannah on the places, boonedcomedy.com. Are you going to let us know what you thought about the show? Shoot us a tweet at TheBillyPresida. Use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast so we know what you thought about the show. You can also make a comment about this episode uh, on my Instagram at BillyIsPresida or over at the Podcast Facebook page. Or maybe you want to tell me in person, and you want to tell me in person next spring at Podcast Palooza, and maybe you want to bring me as your plus one. Yes, I'm a, I'm aware that this is the end of August, and I'm I'm telling you to hold your feedback until next spring in Miami. But I feel like it will be worth it. Uh, again, go to podcast a paloozacom slash manhor and get your tickets uh, for what looks like the second coolest sex podcast meetup event of the year because like obviously man Con's number one maybe you can't make it that weekend maybe you want to do both weekends you want to go to podcast palooza and seriously if someone wants to take me shoot me an email you can shoot me an email for all sorts of reasons right yeah you can uh you tell me what you thought about hannah you could take me to podcast palooza or you can send uh you know your titty pictures or your advice questions whatever you want send that over to man at gmail.com the best way to support the Manhor podcast and keep it going uh, in within the capacity in which it's running. Wow, what what am I writing a fucking legal contract with that order of words? Look, become a member of my Patreon community, connect with like-minded listeners and sleep easy knowing that you're supporting the show. Become a member for as little as $2 at patreon.com/manhorpodcast. That's Patreon P A T r-e-o-n dot com slash man podcast next week we got a doozy next week we got paul keeble and i know for a fact none of you know who paul keeble is but you might know who he works for he's the chief strategy officer at ashleymadison.com yeah we're gonna talk about cheating next week stay faithful and stay slutty. Uh, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God. If you want to say dead, into the mic, so I can just like pretend saved. I know how levels work. Mm-hmm. It's very straightforward. Yeah. Sure. Um, we'll just leave. Or and then after I leave, I'll be like, wait, that person. Like when I started dating him, I thought he was so perfect and amazing. I was a piece of shit next to him, and then it went from that to he's the most evil piece of shit in the world, and I have to leave. Like. <laughs>